Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas Day 17. If you were here with us yesterday, we were talking about how to love your haters, and if you haven't checked out that episode, I hope that you do, because I think that there's a lot of good information in there that hopefully make you feel better when you are feeling a little bit down about when someone has decided that they just don't love you and they really need to tell you about it online. And today we're going to be diving into the subject of when someone loves you so much that they're ready to pay you to talk about their products. So yes, we're going to be talking about how you can be making money using sponsored posts, sponsored videos, um, all that kind of good stuff. So let's just jump into it. First of all, congratulations. If a brand is approaching you and they're saying, we would like to work in collaboration with you and we would like to do some sort of sponsored thing. Good for you. They have recognized you have influence, you have authority, and they're ready to help make some money off of you and hopefully you can make some money back. And how are these people going to get in contact with you? So I would always highly suggest that you have a business email somewhere in your you know, about section and in the description box of any of your videos. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, they know how to do that. As well as you may want to put, you know, your links to your socials so they can see right away, they can see your Twitter or Instagram or whatever else you're proud of. But most of the time you might see um, offers come in via DM on Instagram or, you know, an email to your business email. And they're usually going to say something like, hey, we'd like to do some sort of video or, you know, we'd like to work together in some way. I would always suggest, I don't know how to best phrase this. You want to put it out there that you want to get paid for your post and that you're doing it for more than just like exposure. I mean, that is the worst, right? Can we talk about all the websites and the Twitter accounts if you've never followed them, but they're called like for exposure where people always think, oh, this is great exposure for you. Let's not forget. It costs you time, money, energy, that they don't have to shoot a commercial and hire actors and, you know, hire the light people and the sound people and and the videographers and editors later. Um, For you to be able to do all of that and package it for them in a certain style or vibe that they like, never forget that that is valuable to a brand and you should be getting compensated for that. So I would always, you know, say, great, what kind of budget did you have in mind? You know, and you can always kind of start with a general question so that they toss out a number because you don't want to toss out a number and then have them say, oh, that's way too much, or it could have actually been less than what they were offering. You don't even know yet, or it, it may not even be just about the dollar amount because there may be a way to make it so that, yes, you get less money up front, but maybe you get an affiliate code where you get a percentage of sales. And if it's really something that you think you can move units of, then it might be okay because if you sell enough units and you get some profit, then that kind of makes up some of that difference. So how do you know how much you are worth, especially when you're newer and you don't want to have these companies come up and take advantage of you? So a couple of different places that you can take a peek, um, you could be looking at something Geek Smash. So if you're an Instagram uh, curator, person, creator, you can put in your Instagram username and it will give you your percentage of engagement rate. And it will usually give you a ballpark figure of what they think a sponsored post might look like if someone were to be paying you for it. There's also sites like Social Blue Book where you put in all of your information for all of your websites and they'll tell you what is a Twitter shout out versus an Instagram post versus a YouTube video going to maybe run. And you have to keep that with a grain of salt because 
you know, a video on YouTube could be completely different from a sponsored post, the entirety of the video to maybe just mentioning it in like a favorites or a haul video. So, I mean, it could be all over the place. And of course, you know, larger influencers with larger audiences and influence, um, they can sometimes charge more for those types of things because, and I'm sure if you're in the beauty industry, you've heard it, but there are just obscene amounts of money sometimes that some of these cosmetic companies are tossing around at influencers because they have millions of subscribers. Luckily, we're not going to be having that problem right now, but it's just uh, something to keep in mind that it's all it's all dollars and cents, right? And I used to have a friend that would say, hey, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. So kind of keep that in your mind that it's all about a business transaction really. And you may like a brand, but it's really about the sales that you can drive for them, the conversion that it brings, and the difference between what they've paid you and if it's worth it to them or not, if it's net positive or negative, okay? So you've got Social Blue Book, you've got Geek Smash. Here's something I would suggest after they've tossed out a number, right? There are some things that you're gonna need to clear the air with and like kind of set down the framework and guidelines of how your interaction is gonna go. You wanna get that conversation eventually out of DMs, out of emails, and you're gonna want some sort of contract. It could be something very simple, but there are some main meat and bones, meat and potatoes that you really wanna get out of a contract, right? When is the video actually due? If they need it in two days, there probably should be a rush charge for that, or you don't take the job, right? Because some will have campaigns that need to launch within a certain amount of time, and that's something that you have to be aware of. Are you gonna be able to make that video? Is it gonna fit into your content calendar? Are you, or is it gonna be too rushed, it's not gonna look good? So if you can't get it done in that amount of time, you need to know exactly when it's due. Then here's another thing is, what if you have spent all this time doing all this research, you've made a beautiful video, they're gonna wanna see it, so you're probably gonna list it as unlisted on your channel and you're gonna send them the link. Now what if they go in and they say, you know what, I'm not really feeling this, I really want it uh, to have some sort of B-roll shot here and I really don't like the lighting, could you maybe do something else or oh, something was unfactually correct here and I want you to change it, so you, don't want to go back and forth with them a whole bunch of times because if they're trusting you to have your vision, unless if they're giving you speaking points, like you want to make sure that you have those up front. So if there are certain points that they really need because it's a launch and it's being released at a certain day and they need you to talk about price, those are things that you want to know up front and you want to have them in the contract. Like what are the bulleted points that I need to hit? Do I have to say them verbatim or can I have my own freedom? Is there a certain style of video that I need to film or can I have creative control on how to shoot this best, you know? And not only that, but I would write in a contract that maybe they only have so many hours to review it and approve it or the changes are gonna, um, changes to be requested can only be something for like, if something is material, unfactually true, some sort of error or, or omission, but if they didn't like stylistically something that you decided to say, that's different. And I wouldn't go back and do a reshoot because what are the chances your hair and makeup outfit are gonna be exactly the same and you're gonna be able to make it look continuous in a good way. It's not really, and it, it may not be worth it for you to have to go back and do hours more of work on something if you had just written in the contract that they only have the right of refusal if something is factually incorrect and that is the only thing you would change. The rest is up to you and your artistic freedom. Also, how are you gonna get paid and when are you going to get paid? Is it going to be through PayPal? Are you going to send an invoice? Is it going to be automatically sent direct deposit to your account? Like how are you going to get paid and when? Some contracts may say 
this video is going to be up for a certain amount of time. After 30 days, you're going to get paid, which might be more of like a net 30, or it could be you take half up front and then you take half at the end, or you take a little up front and then you get the rest at the end, or you get a lump sum up front and then you get affiliate and, um, you know, referral bonuses off the end of it. Like you need to know, is it going to be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days when you're going to get paid? Do they only pay out once a quarter? These are questions that you're going to have to ask and it needs to be in the contract because if you fulfill everything that you're supposed to do in the contract, then they also have a legal contractual obligation to also pay you for those services that you have provided. So I really just want to see you guys and gals out there protect yourself. And even though it seems scary to have a contract, you know, or have when they start throwing words around, like have a lawyer review your contract, it doesn't have to be all of that complicated, but still those main points, like when is it due? What are the talking points? How many revisions? Who has to approve it? When is When are you gonna get paid? When is it gonna air? Who owns the right to it? Is it actually gonna be something that is gonna live on your site? You get to keep the rights. Is it something that they will eventually license and put onto their own site with credit to you? Is it something that they're not gonna credit you and it's just like it was a video that was shot for them and it resides on their channel? Because if that is the case, you may want to end up charging a little bit more because you're also not gonna get the AdSense revenue. You're also not gonna get the views on that video. If it's going to lift somewhere else, then you'll see something like in perpetuity. That means forever for the other person usually, not for you as a creator. So these are just some things to keep in mind. And I wanna make sure that you are protected. So make sure that you have that kind of information. And then once you have a base template, you know, the first one may be a little bit more difficult and I'm sure you can find usually one on like a generic blank contract that you can find online and just kind of tweak it for yourself and your circumstances. So um, another site that you could go to kind of figure out what your demographics and what your rates might run is gonna be a site called FOR, and that is F-O-H-R. And it's a place where you can put in all of your socials and it's kind of also a place, a marketplace where um, brands can come as well and they're looking for influencers of a certain size or you know race or certain demographic of their audience. So that might be a place where you could be connected. There are different sites. One is owned by YouTube and that is Famebit. And that's also a marketplace where a brand can say, you know, I'm looking for a YouTube video from a creator that has anywhere between 10 and 25,000 subscribers. I'm looking for a video that's between five and seven minutes long to talk about my video editing software product. And I'm willing to pay between X and this much. And once the contract is accepted, you'll get paid in 30 days. So, I mean, a lot of that is set up. So it's all being handled through like a third party, like a, almost like a mediator and almost like a escrow company. So they're going to help you get your contracts set up. They're going to help you with making sure that you've submitted your proposal and then getting paid afterwards. So a, a site like Famebit or um, Grapevine, Grapevine Logic would be another one too. With Grapevine, you do have to have, I believe, more subscribers. You have to have um, a higher minimum on some of them. So you could go and take a look and um, they'll let you probably sign up, but won't let you do some campaigns until you get a certain amount of subscribers. But that's another one. And let's see, we talked about Geek Smash, Social Blue Book. If you wanna get paid in product, there's also sites like Influencer or Octoly. Um, yes, always be checking those Instagram DMs and emails when everything's gonna be coming in. Make sure you have a contract. Make sure you know when you're gonna get paid. And get creative, because sometimes it could just be um, a payment and affiliate codes or something like that with a percentage, and that could end up being a really great relationship for you, a profitable one, as opposed to even just a one-time payment. So you just have to kind of 
play around with what you think is best because it might be if the brand is very, very small, they may not have a huge budget to pay an influencer, but if they're selling more things, they might be more apt to give you a percentage. So that might be a way that you can make more money. So I hope that gives you some ideas on what to do or what to say when brands are starting to approach you and they're starting to think about throwing throwing money at you and saying, let's do kind of one of these videos. The last thing I'm gonna mention is if a brand is giving you money, it is part of the FTC guidelines that you must disclose that you are being paid. It is a sponsored video. Don't be, don't be one of those people that's like partnering with me on this video. No, just say they're sponsoring this video. Make sure that it is also disclosed in your description box and make sure you verbally disclose it during the video itself because there's nothing more shady than knowing that you're watching a sponsored video or waiting and I was like, wow, they're really talking about this Clinique beauty balm product and then you find out five minutes into the video when they've been talking about it all this time that it's a sponsored video for Clinique. I mean, don't try and hide it and be shady. I think that is just Oh, it just rubs people, it rubs me the wrong way. And with all the FTC stuff, like they're very clear on what they want you to say and what you need to put as like hashtags or in your description. You know, they're very clear, like on Instagram posts, you know, you have to have the hashtag ad or it has to be within a certain amount of your um, hashtags. And I would just make sure that you disclose. Always, always, always disclose. And if you have nothing to disclose, put there's nothing to disclose. But do not be one of those people who is violating this because eventually it will catch up to you. You will get a fine. It's just not worth it. Be proud of the fact that you have someone who likes you enough to be willing to give you money to talk about something that you love. And last point I would say is don't take a whole bunch of sponsorships for products that you don't use or you don't like. It's just not worth it because if I've never seen you talk about a certain teeth whitening thing, you know, for the last few months that I've been watching you on your channel and all of a sudden you're coming up with this product that I've never heard you talk about and it's the best thing ever. And I've, I've been watching your hauls and I haven't seen it in a haul video. I haven't seen it in a monthly empty video or monthly favorites video. I'm like, I know you're lying and you're just doing it for the money. And then once I don't trust you anymore, then it's just like, oh, no, that's that's a relationship you just can't repair. So don't be one of those people and take just like I've been offered so many times to do sponsored videos for Fermu, the eyeglasses company. And it's a great great site, right? You can go get eyeglasses for cheap. That's wonderful. But guess what? I have LASIK and I have no need to go get prescription glasses from there. So it'd be really weird for me to do it unless it was for like sunglasses or something else, because that just doesn't make any sense for me. So please don't take sponsored videos just because you can get them. And it's really exciting that someone wants to pay you money. Be selective and be a little bit choosy about it. And then once you get a sponsored video, be proud and disclose that it is a sponsored video. Okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Podmas Day 17. I will see you all tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.